Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on! Get in! It's noon here in beautiful, sunny downtown Bethesda, Maryland, and this is news that you can use from, well, Car Edge with your hosts, Zach and Ray. How are you today, uh, handsome? I'm doing great, pups. Um, had the chance to be on Good Morning America. That was cool. It, it was. I, I, my only complaint with our, they're not even our friends at Good Morning America, <laughs> but with the host of Good Morning America, is they didn't introduce you in that segment. Yeah. Saying you were Zach Shevska, yeah. They they put it in a little blurb below your, which you, still looked nice. Oh, it did, but it would have been so much better if they would have said verbally, "It's Zach Shevska, CEO and co-founder of uh, uh, Carnet and son of Ray Shevska." Here's the deal, Dad. Well, today. they didn't have to mention that. You know, and last night I was on the uh, Mark Germain uh, Talk One Radio Show live out yeah. of Las Vegas uh, for close to an hour, and that was that was great fun and. If I may, go for it, pops. I didn't tell you, but there was a comment on the YouTube channel today from Muckety Muck, <laughs> not Muckety Muck, <laughs> Muckety Muck. I think it was Muckety Muck, uh, who said he he heard me last night on the Mark Germain show, and he wanted to come over and check out some of our videos. That's fantastic. Well, yes, thank you, everyone. Um, we are nothing if not for our community, and so we are very proud to represent. The uh, Car Edge community, and uh, thank you for allowing us to be the vessel for this knowledge. That's really what it is. It's just a movement that we fortunately get to get to be the vessel for. So, super proud of that, and thank you for the opportunities. Now, Dad, today, yes, we are going to be talking about the affordability crisis. I thought we were going to be talking about vessels and how I've always wanted to be a vessel. No, come on, man. We truly are just vessels yes. for consumer <laughs> advocacy, and it's really awesome. To be, I want to start today's show off with this because I put forward in the title. Yes. The average transaction price. I know you know this, but I'm going to ask everyone that's with us. The average transaction price of a Ford vehicle in January of 2022 was $51,205. Okay. My question to everyone is, what was the average transaction price of a Ford vehicle in December of 2022? Because this highlights the affordability crisis. And while everyone's contemplating that, I will share a tidbit of information. The average okay. transaction price for a Ford F-150 in um, uh, 2022, December of 2022, was $66,400. <laughs> okay. So let's just let that yeah. let's just yeah. let that yeah. sink yeah. in for a second. $66,400. And they sold how many? 75,000. And the average transaction price of those 75,000 F-150s was $66,400. Yes. Okay, I'm going to ask the question. What the hell is wrong with people? What is wrong with you people? So Jay Welk says, well, maybe by the end of the year, their prices actually went down over at Ford. The average transaction price went down. Michael says, did they go from 51,000 to 55,000? Curry Ninja saying, did they get up to 66,000? Let me pull it up on the screen here, guys. The average transaction price of all of Ford's vehicles went from $51,205 to $57,170, a 12% increase in average transaction price during the year. And that is the best-selling vehicle, Ford F-150, in yes. the United States. And just that particular vehicle is even $10,000 more than that. 
we have truly never seen an affordability crunch like we currently do right now. And these scary, there's so many scary aspects to this. We report on it frequently. More folks getting into extended loan terms to, mm -hmm. to actually purchase these things, Dad. I mean, something's got to give eventually, right? Um, one would assume, and and if I may for a second, huh. you know, I've I've often thought of myself as well, slightly above average. Yep. Really, I'm just an average guy. Yep. Um, you know, who spent time selling cars, yeah. 40, 40 some years in the retail automotive space. Um, I don't know. I mean, as an average person, I could not ever look at a vehicle that's $66,400 if I needed a pickup truck or if I just wanted a new Ford and I said, well, what the hell? It's only $57,000. That, that's not an average price for an average person. We've, we've talked about I have that. as an average person. What's your rule about how much car you can afford? 10% of your gross income. Okay, so if I'm buying a 66, let's pull up the loan calculator. This is what we did. Loan calculator, auto loan calculator. Yeah. Let's do this. Let, I mean, let's just like play along for a second, figure okay. this out. All right, so 66,000 is the uh, price 60, of an F-150. 66,400. All right, so put that in Okay. And let's say I'm, let's do a 60 month loan. Okay. And let's say I, I mean, in today's market, December, what was I getting? Maybe four and a half percent still? Probably not. I'm probably getting closer to 6%. At least. At least. Yes. I'm not putting any money down because I don't want to. Yeah. We're not even going to talk about the fact that I now have negative equity. We've, don't, we've don't reported on worry, that. Don't even worry about the trade. And let's say sales tax seven. Great. Okay. Other fees is probably going to be more. It's probably, let's, let's triple. It's probably going to be nine. Please provide a positive down payment. Zero. There you go. That's possible. Let's include all fees and loan. Calculate. So just right there, yes. $66,400, <laughs> the average price in December of the 75,000 Ford F-150 pickup truck sold on a 60-month loan at 6% interest is $1,390 monthly payment. Let's call it $1,400 monthly payment. Okay. So using your 10% rule, let's yeah. work backwards. How much yeah. money do I need to make? Um... $13,000. I need to make 14 grand a month. Yes. Last time I checked 14 grand a month, $15,000 a month would be $180,000 a year minus 12. That's $168,000 a year the gross income. Yes. To afford yes. a Ford F-150 pickup truck. If you put no money down. Either yeah. I got to get into the construction business or I just got to be some sort of affluent person who makes $168,000 a year and drives a pickup truck. That is, that is not average. That is not average. No, no. And, and I mean, and that, that's just crazy. Uh, the, those are, <clears throat> those are crazy numbers. Now let, go back to the calculator for a minute. Going back to the calculator. For now a let's, let's just say, you know, that, that the average person. Yeah. It's not making $168,000 a year. You can't afford a $1,400 a month payment. So let's say they talk to the dealer and say, well, what would it be if if I stretched the loan out to 84 months? Yeah. yeah. Plug in 84 months. Okay. And let's just guess that it's going to be closer to 7 or 7.5%. Seven yeah. Right. Let's do 7.5%. You're, you're officially playing the game. Of how can I fit into a payment range yes, by just stretching the because that's, that's what, what people, people will do. 
So now, Dad, using yeah. your 10% rule, I only need to make $11,000 a month. Yes. I only need to make $11,000 a month, which yes, would be $132,000. Okay, so there's more people that make $132,000 yes. a year than $168,000 a year. Oh, absolutely. But still, folks, what the hell? Now, having said that, let's just say, for example, that you know your insurance on that pickup truck is a couple hundred dollars a month. Yep. Okay. And let's just say that your fuel costs are three or four hundred dollars a month. Yep. Call it two two hundred dollars a month. I mean, my at those numbers, you're you're at fifteen hundred hours, not including maintenance. Not. I mean, that's just how do I let's, mean? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's keep the experiment going. But pops, I want to pull it actually. We hit on Ford. Great. We hit on Ford. Yeah. Poo-poo Ford. We can poo-poo all the automakers because sure. they're just making more expensive vehicles. Yes. What Cox does, Dad, is they keep track of how many weeks worth of income does it take for a consumer to buy a new car. Yes. Well, the average transaction price was $49,507 in December. And we sound like broken records because the negotiability of new cars is better now than it was at any point in time last year. Yes. The average transaction price is still going higher because of the decisions of the automakers. Let's take this amount, Dad. $49,500. Okay. And let's say I'm doing 60 months because I'm trying to be reasonable. And yes. let's say I'm doing, we're going to run it all back. Yes. That is me Still. making a hundred and let's call it $125,000 a year to buy the average new car. Okay. But what if I'm one of the, what was it when the Experian data from Q3, I think it was about 11 or 12% of used car loans were 84 months. It was 20%, one in five new auto loans yes, really. were 84 months. But let's say I could get a, I, whatever, let's 84 months, new car. Let's see it here. And we're going to bump that rate up to 7.5. Oh, why are you doing 7? Because that's, that's closer to average. Average used car auto loan right now is 11%. Okay. So now my monthly payment's $826. So what's that? Now I need to be making 90, 90, yeah, 92,000, $85,000 a year. No. 12, 12 times that. Right? Yes. Oops. I'm back there. I got to make $100,000 a year, $99,000. I got to make $100,000 a year. Now let's do this really quick. Median income annually. United States. I don't know. What's that say? 71,000? So for how, a household? So for a household? So how do people buy trucks? How do people buy anything? How does this work in the long term? How does this work in the long term? That is a I I can't believe I'm saying car ownership doesn't work in the long term if this is this is the market for the next decade. It doesn't work. There will not be growth. It will stagnate. It will decline. Cars will just be for the well, elite. Well, you know, we, we've shown charts that over the last 50 years, sales have pretty much stagnated. Um, you know, the high water mark for new vehicle sales was like 17 million yep. a few years ago. Okay. Well, the population in the last 50 years has close to doubled. Yep. But new vehicle sales have have really stayed kind of flat in relation to uh, population growth. So, yeah, it, it just proves that for most people, 
this doesn't work. Owning a owning a new car will not make sense. And and we've got microminus. Uh, yeah, include insurance. We the video yeah. on the main channel today is calling this out as well. Yeah, because we are about to be the biggest advocates in 2023 of affordable vehicles. That's what's missing in the market right now. And that 800, it's both the loan calculator. I, I got rid of it, but the loan calculator, what was it? It was like $860 a month. Yeah. Your monthly payment's not $860. Your monthly payment's probably at least $1,200. Plugging in fuel, plugging in insurance, yes. and, and not even factoring in the depreciation. There. Yes. We've got a comment here from Michael, Dad. Thank you for the contribution. Thank you. Imagine making 15 grand a month. Just, just pause. Like, imagine. Yeah. That would be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be really nice. Yeah. And only being able to buy a mid-trim F-150. Imagine. Wow. Yeah. John wants to know when will vehicles be affordable for the masses? Do you think an automaker comes in here and says, all right, we see a market opportunity? Is no. it Mitsubishi? Is it no. is it Suzuki? Because, because because there have been brands that have tried. And 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 every brand that has tried has uh, when it comes to the less expensive more affordable have all failed okay and 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 they failed for a couple reasons one of the reasons is um as loan terms kept getting longer and longer people kept figuring out that they say to themselves well we could actually afford the more expensive car if we buy it for a longer period of time and rather than have to have to settle for the car that's just going to get us from a to b yep um you know, we could we could have a really nice car that gets us from A to B. So part of it is is this mental approach that we as consumers have that we have to have the latest, the greatest, the nicest, the biggest, the best, and we can't we can't be seen in a Mitsubishi Mirage yep. or a Honda Fit yep. or a Toyota Toyota Yaris. Yep. Um, so that anybody that's tried to mass market those brands in this country have all failed because psychologically uh, we have been bombarded with advertisements that, that suggest that we just haven't accomplished anything in life if we're not driving a really nice car. Okay. So that's part of it. Yep. Um, and, and we, we are just, What's the right way to? We're, we we've just had it too good in this country. I, I I hear you, pops, but I also want to pull up a, a few comments. Okay. Because there's a few things. Capitalism is an interesting concept. It is. When folks find ways to make money, they're going to take advantage of that. Yes. And uh, pigs that pigs get greedy, hogs get slaughtered. Right? I've heard that somewhere. John says, I really believe we're setting the stage for a Chinese or Indian manufacturer to break into the U.S. market with affordable cars. And Curry Ninja reminding us, isn't this similar to the 80s when Japanese and Korean manufacturers entered as low-cost options? And my final point here, my final yeah. point, Chris is reminding us the Chevy Bolt is an affordable EV in 2023. Yes. Gang, one piece of data we haven't talked about yet is that in December, EV prices, new EV prices dropped $4,000 yeah, month over month. That's before the Tesla news. Yeah. So maybe that, maybe there's a chance for what happened in the 80s when Toyota came over, Subaru mm. came over, to happen again. Maybe it's VinFast. Maybe it's one of these uh, foreign EV companies that comes over and this is that revolution. I would yeah. not, I guess I'm just saying history repeats itself. We did Tends see to. We did see this in the 80s. Actually, it was earlier than the 80s. You know, um, Toyota, Nissan, uh, a lot of Eurasian brands. I mean, they started coming into this country in the 60s and the 70s. Um, you know, when I started in the business in 1977, um, the first store I worked in was a Dodge and Subaru store. Okay. 
Um, and, and then I moved to a, a, at that time, it was Datsun. It was a Datsun. Pre-Nissan. Pre-Nissan. Pre-change in the name. Um, and so, yes, you know, the Asian brands came in as less expensive alternatives to uh, American-made cars. And then in the, in the 80s, the Korean brands came in. Well, before that, there was Yugo, which yeah. was the really cheap car. That was the world's first disposable automobile. That was that was the big click of automobiles. Yep, okay? Yep. You buy it, you drive it for yep. however long it's going to last, which wasn't very long. And then, <laughs> you know, wherever it breaks down, you leave it there. Somebody comes, sweeps it up, yep. and you go get yourself another one. Um, so... After the Yugo, then yes, the Korean brands came in, and they were lesser quality than the Asian brands. Yep. And they came in at cheaper prices than the other Asian brands. Yep. Um, and so yes, does this open up the door for for Tata out of India or for some Chinese brands to come in yeah. at, at lower price points and then eventually build up the uh, the quality of their vehicles? Um, could it be the Vietnamese company VinFast? Yeah. A possibility exists. Um, but based on what I have experienced in my 71 and a half years of life, yep. um, given the opportunity uh, to, to not buy the latest, the greatest, the best, we pass. As, as a society, no, I we hear you. pass. I hear you. Um, and so much of that has to do with how we have been bombarded with advertisements, whether it be on the Internet or on television or on radio, yep. when radio was a thing. I yep. mean, um, or when it was in, in newspapers and magazines, when, I don't know, newspapers and magazines were a thing. Uh, we, have been, we have been fed a steady diet of... If you're successful, you have to have one of these, whatever that one of these is, yeah. whether it be a Rolex watch or a Louis Vuitton bag or a uh, a, a Lincoln or a Cadillac or whatever. Yep. And, you know, when in reality, that Honda Fit would do. Okay, because the idea really is to just get from point A to point B. And it doesn't have to be the most luxurious means of transport to get us there but we've bought into it downfalls of capitalism psychological warfare is what well, you're that's describing what it is. and also dad price discrimination we talked about it on a show i forget if it was this week or last week the job postings at ford for they're literally hiring a head of variable pricing for their products and services yes these corporations exist i mean our, it's what a corporation is corporations exist to make money there's i said pigs get fat and great Pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. Yes. That is a great frame that all of us keep that in mind. Let's switch gears a little bit here, Pops. Okay. There is a lot of news today, but before we switch gears, we have to do our advertisement because yes. I am shameless. CarEdge.com. Please, folks, check it out. We're doing the transition this week. We were on Good Morning America this morning, and my thing showed up as Zach Shevska, co-founder and CEO of CarEdge.com. Yes, yes. Huge accomplishment. Go to CarEdge. Please check out all the different ways that we can help you. And thank you to Magley and anyone else who saw us. You know, yes. Good Morning America this morning. Again, you were on the Mark Germain show yesterday. Uh, we're really, again, just thrilled to represent our community and represent what we're building. 
it feels great. Now, Dad, we've had a bunch of other interesting news stories. For example, yes, in Colorado, the attorney general is uh, providing a settlement of $4 million to folks who had canceled their gap contracts and never got refunded. Yes, when they either when they traded in their vehicles, uh, if their vehicle was repossessed, or if they paid off their loan early, they were entitled to a refund. Now, here's the deal, guys. Yes. The reason I brought the story up, A, it's interesting. B, these are credit unions. Yes. Okay? I am, I, I don't know how public to always be. I'm having initial conversations about the idea of us setting up a credit union. Yes. Credit unions are nonprofits. Credit unions are, uh, the deposits are the members' money. Like, Car Edge wouldn't own that. Maybe I would be the president of it, but like we wouldn't own it. So it's like a really interesting concept. Credit unions are supposed to serve their members. Yes. These are two credit unions. This is why credit unions, just like any other type of entity, you have to vet them. We partnered with four credit unions to do to do financing yes. right now back at CarEdge.com. These are two credit unions, and F, they're bad. I was going to say F them, but that was too mean. That's that What they did was bad. Canvas Credit Union and Belco Credit Union did not provide refunds to folks that deserve $4 million worth of refunds for gap policies that were no longer in effect. And those are credit unions. They're supposed to be doing the things that are in the best interest of their members, and they didn't. And it took the and, state's and, attorney general to get involved. And, 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 and I won't try to defend them because, you know, most of these credit unions, a lot of these credit unions aren't all that large. Yeah. So that, you know, in in some instances, they they might have employees that aren't necessarily familiar with all the rules and regulations regarding some of these things. Yeah. But there is really no good excuse for holding on to your your members' money when they've either when the vehicle's either been repossessed, traded in, or paid off early. It's just these are just the small details that you have to be cognizant of. Um, so. It's that simple. Disappointing to see. We yeah, also had we also had Dad. Uh, we talked earlier this week about the financial crunch, Bank of America earnings, well, far as yes. dollar go earnings, and uh, Chase, Chase earnings. Yes. Citizens projects three billion dollar runoff on AutoBook in 2023. So it's the same story wherever you look. Delinquency rates are going up, and they expect to see um, less of growth in their auto loan book and more delinquencies, more losses there. That story is we're beating the beating the drum every single day. Every bank that comes out with earnings, I'll be, be very curious to see CarMax's next earnings, obviously yes. Carvana's next earnings. But we are seeing a trend here that is very clearly a trend. No, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and it's it's not going to get better anytime soon. No one should be surprised no. uh, when when some of the blank hits the fan. You ready? Yeah. Really. Hey, and I will bring kidding. it up. Um, we did get a message yesterday, um, and I didn't even share this with you, but I'm going to do it now live. We got a message about our sign language comment yesterday as we were doing that, and just yeah. want to apologize. Both of us want to apologize. We were not trying to um, uh, belittle anyone who, who speaks American Sign Language, and in no way are we trying to to uh, marginalize our community. Like we, we represent everyone, so I apologize. I think you apologize as well. Sure. We had comments come in from people saying that they were offended by it, so. I'm sorry if you were offended. Thank you, Pops. Um, our intent is not to offend anyone for anything like that. That being said, this country has lost its sense of humor. No, we can have this conversation live. That's fine. Um, we represent a diverse community, Dad. And I think we need to be 
open-minded to folks that will be offended by certain things that we say. And we don't necessarily have to agree with it, but we have to tell people that we understand it and that we're empathetic to it. And whether you agree with it or not, I think it's totally appropriate to apologize to the folks that we may have offended. Like that's, that doesn't mean you agree with it, but you just, you apologize, you move on, right? It's not a shot at them. It's like, hey, I'm sorry I offended you and we move on. I wasn't trying to offend anyone. Exactly. That's all it is. Yes. Okay. That being said, thank you. That being said, um, we did have something very interesting come through. You ready? Mm. All right. We'll lighten the mood a little bit. That'd be a good thing. Tesla video promoting self-driving was staged, engineer testifies. The video, which remains archived on Tesla's website, yes. was released on October 2016 and promoted on Twitter by CEO Elon Musk as evidence that Tesla drives itself. When it didn't, and it couldn't. Any surprises there, Dad? It's no. marketing. <laughs> the, answer, the answer to that is no. It's marketing. Um, uh, and not to defend Tesla, but I will do my best to defend them. They, what they were trying to show is perhaps what the future would hold. Okay, and and so to read anything more into that is just wrong. But for them to say that they have it is not. It, it came out in a deposition, Deb. I mean, this is in court. I, I understand, but they, they were just they're just trying to show that. When, when all this comes together, these are some possibilities that you'll be able to have in our cars moving forward, okay? And we know to this day, to this, because you showed a video the other day yeah. of a Tesla just stopping. <laughs> it okay, caused at, that accident. At, you know, in full self-driving mode, a Tesla just stopping on the Bay Bridge in San Francisco and causing an eight-car accident, okay? And trust me, the the technology involved in that car today was far superior to the technology that hadn't even really actually been invented yet in 2016 or 18 whenever they made the initial video. But I, I, I just think from a marketing standpoint, all they were trying, and, and you know me, I am not really a defender. Yeah, that's true. Tesla, that's true. Okay. But all they were trying to really do is show what the future might hold. Okay. So at a certain point, we just have to get away from always picking on people for whatever it is that they did. Okay. I'm sorry. No, but you're right. It's marketing. It's gimmicks. It's it's vaporware. Just, you know, I spent the first 15 minutes of the show talking about marketing and 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 advertising and and so i mean what the hell that's all they were showing why are we why is anybody making a big deal about that you've been on them since day one about their sales numbers too it's always round well, numbers well, always yeah. round numbers well you know because that part is absolutely pure 100 american made bs <laughs> okay because it just doesn't work but you know, to, to get on them because they were trying to show what the future might hold with their full self-driving capabilities. Uh, you know, there's bigger fish to fry out there. 100%. There's real fish to fry. That that ain't even impossible fish or fake fish. All right, Pops, here we go from Steve. Thank you for the contribution. Thank My you. car was just told, do I get a new Subaru or get a $20,000 Facebook Marketplace no, that's special? That's $2,000. Thank you, $2,000 yeah. Facebook Marketplace special to get me through the late summer fall. Interesting question. What would you do in this situation, Dad? Um, well, kind of depends if you're going to finance the new Subaru. Yes, and and Subarus, even though th 
Subaru's availability is still somewhat limited. Um, there are many Subaru dealers that are willing to work with their customers as far as pricing is concerned. Um, they have been at, in mass uh, less egregious than many other dealers out there. Um, you know, a $2,000 beater is just like, why don't you just send me a check for two grand? Cause that's about all you're going to get for a $2,000 beater. Yeah. I would be looking to buy the Subaru and I, especially if I'm financing it, I would just, I would try and get that done yeah. now. And I mean, I, I read deal. a comment somewhere. I don't know if it was on our YouTube channel. Um, you know, I'm always reading comments and, yeah, and yeah. the guy bought a, 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 a 2006 Ford Ranger four wheel drive pickup truck with, hundred and some thousand miles on it, you know, and he checked it out the best he could and he paid a couple thousand for it. And, and then after he bought it, he took it to his trusty mechanic to find out all the crap that was wrong with it. Yeah. And so when everything's said and done, he's, he's going to end up owning that $2,000 truck that he bought for like six grand. So if, if you, if the 2000 if isn't actually 2000 is, yeah. So if you're looking at a $2,000 beater, you're, you, you know, you're, you're better off just driving down the street, throwing money out the window of your car. We've got from Jerry here. And again, Jerry is one of the coaches back at CarEdge.com. Yes. Just saw a $3,000 discount on a new Subaru this morning. Awesome. Thank you for sharing yes. that with us, Jerry. Again, probably going that route. We have that here from Michael. Thank you, Michael. What effect do auctions have on dealer prices? Someone tried to sell a 2023 Honda type, Civic Type R, I imagine, mm -hmm. and was only bid up to $50,000 in other auction, and tomorrow and the bid is stuck at $48,000, way less than the $15,000 additional dealer markup dealers ask. They're going to ask for this because they're waiting for one. It only takes one, right? Yes. You know, I, I, I used to work for a gentleman that, that, you know, always believed that you shouldn't discount the cars at all, and he had certain used cars that literally you know, had multiple birthdays. Yeah. Okay. Because his theory was that sooner or later, ours <laughs> would be the only one left in the marketplace and that whoever wanted it was going to have to come to us to get it and pay too much for it. Yep. So, yes, it only takes one. Now, when you say auctions, you know, are we talking about bring a trailer or are we talking about Mannheim or yeah. Odessa? So, so, I mean, dealers are looking at MMRs and things like that. Yes. But, yeah, I mean, it's... Dealers are still going to ask for it. I, I mean, there were there were times at, at, at our dealerships that I've worked at, you know, where I suggested, well, why don't we just bring together the people that are interested in whatever specialty vehicle that we had, you know, whatever it was, and and just do a public auction for people who might be interested in that, and and whoever has their hand up the last yeah. gets to pay whatever price they just agreed to. So there's public auctions like that on. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some Honda dealers out there that might have a Civic Type R that would say to themselves, why don't, why don't we just yeah. have an in-house auction? Just wait and to see it. see a Civic Type R on Bring a Trailer. That would be yes. quite the scene. All right, here's the deal. I think we need to get a sound bite for your watch segment. So that I'm just planting a seed. We got to agree. Maybe I'll well, look for some. Give well, me one right now. Well, you know, why wouldn't it be like 60 minutes? Perfect. Yeah. I will now clip that and we will use that starting tomorrow. <laughs> Pops, what is on your wrist? Well, on my wrist is a Torgoin, um, and it is the uh, T10 Bluebird Carbon Sapphire uh, with a uh, with a Swiss automatic, uh, no, Swiss uh, quartz movement. Um, it is um, 
it is a watch designed for people with bad eyesight. Because as you can see, those are some of the biggest numbers you can ever hope to find on a watch face. And, and the super lumina that they use on all the indices and the numbers, that that stuff really lights up in the dark. Yep. Okay. Um, and it's it's with the um, the um, rubber uh, strap. Yep. Uh, it's one of my favorite watches. Certainly not an expensive watch. Uh, and and I did buy it on sale when I bought it. And actually, I bought you yes. at the same time a watch Love that, that was, watch, yeah. was uh, multiple time zones because that was when you were embarking on your trip to uh, um, New Zealand, Australia, uh, Bali, and uh, Seoul. Yep. And so I wanted you to be able to keep track of time in multiple time zones. You're and then good you, dad. Then you crashed riding a bike one day and you were well, yeah i broke it you broke it um but, <laughs> but that was a pretty cool watch and and i i've had nothing but good luck with the tour going um like i said it's not an expensive watch but it's a damn good looking watch and uh, you know i've i've always rather enjoyed it i'm putting the uh, watch link in the chat because i see a couple of people asking yes um, yeah it is, i'm i love that we're doing this segment I really appreciate that you uh, you're up for it, Dad. I know it's fun for you. Well, it is. I should probably just take a, a giant ass photo of my uh, <laughs> of my jewelry watch boxes of, Could be of all the watches on display. Could be great. Could yeah. be great. Yeah. All right, we will be back tomorrow. I'm sure we will have more yes, news tomorrow. you can use. Yes, yes. Check in with us tomorrow at noon Eastern, nine Pacific, here on the news that you can use from Courage to find out who I can offend tomorrow. Uh, I don't think that was necessary. Well, you might not, but I, know, I did. But, all right, let's stay live for a second <laughs> because I think it's really important, Dad. <laughs> we are, I agree with you. We are not going to be all things to all people, right? You know, I learned that a long time ago. And I, and, 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 and you might take offense to this. Probably and, will and, if you're prefacing you it that way. Okay. But, but I, 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 I don't really like to apologize for not being able to be all things to all people. Mm -hmm. I am not everybody's cup of tea, which mm -hmm. is the reason why I wear that sweatshirt sometime that says I'm not for everyone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, if, if you can get some information from me, great. If I offend you, I am sorry, but I don't really care. Okay. I, and I know that bothers you. Yeah. I think what bothers me is like, you feel attacked right now. You definitely feel attacked. Like that's why you're raising your voice. That's why you're coming on. And the thing is, I don't think I don't think that you necessarily need to feel attacked. I think, I think the person on the other end that feels offended just wants to feel heard. They don't expect you to change. They don't. I don't expect you to change. I'm Good. your son. I don't expect you to change. Good. Thank goodness for that. I know. But what yeah. I'm asking you to feel is like go the layer I, beyond. You know, I I try my best. You do a great job. I you try. Do, you hold back so much, Dad. Remember that time we got an email from someone the first time you told someone to go f themselves in the comments? Yeah. And you no, haven't I told you them to go <laughs> forth and multiply on his own. And you haven't done that since. And I can't thank you enough. Yeah. And I think that's what's interesting about this, Dad. Is you will never be all things to all people. I never expect you to be. No one in the audience expects you to be. And I think what we what will learn being more of like people that I, are on screen is just like we will offend people and we can be em empathetic to that. I, I, you know what? I'm 71 and a half years old. I am hard pressed for people to offend me. I have seen and heard things that people shouldn't see and hear. Okay. And, and it really, I don't know what it would actually take to offend. I think as a society, we are we 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 cater to the sensitivity of people, um, 
and 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 I probably shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Well, be careful. Um, I, I sometimes it's you just need to pull your big boy pants on and accept what life has to offer and figure out how to get around it. If if when I was in the car business, if I didn't hit the objectives that my dealer principals had set for me, mm -hmm. and I said to them at the end of the month, well, you know, there was this giant ass rock in the middle of my road, and I just I just couldn't get to the numbers you wanted me to hit. My owner would fire me because yeah. my job was to figure out how to get around that rock in the middle of the road so I could accomplish what I needed to accomplish. So as a human being, if there's things out there that offend you, you have to figure out how to get around what offends you yeah. so that you can get on with life. Um yeah, no, and they're, life they're right, isn't right. always fair, and everything that you're going to see in here isn't always fair. But if there's people out there, such as myself, who are actually trying to help you or help people, please, I, I'm sorry if if doing funny hand signals offends somebody. Yeah, no, I, I think that you're you're saying all the right things. This is truly how you feel, and and I think my ask of you is that. You don't use being 71 as a crutch to stop growing. Like it's an opportunity to it's an opportunity to hear what people share with us and say, hey, I heard you. Doesn't mean I'm gonna change. Doesn't mean I'm gonna change. You've made it very clear. You're you're disinterested in change. And I and I support you for that. But having that openness and that willingness to hear that person, I think is a huge asset and something that I aspire for. And I know, I know I I sense that you do too, to be honest. I don't think we ever are going to uh, make everyone happy. I know we never will, Dad. The more yeah. I've learned, the, the larger our audience has become, Dad, the more clear it has become to me that any aspiration of having everyone like you is stupid. Terribly it's stupid. It's possible. 100%. Any aspiration of trying to understand how everyone feels is also pretty damn difficult and probably stupid. But when people do get offended, to understand it and to say, "Hey, I understand you," I'll do my I'll do my best to try and understand why people Boom. get offended. And I'm not and, asking you to stop offending people. It'll never happen. I'm asking you yeah. that when we do, because we will. To be clear, we will, and it will not be I'll, intentional. I'll, I'll, and not I'll be with malice. My, I'll, I'll do my best to try and understand it, and I'm not saying that I will understand. It. Yeah, I think that is perfect. Yeah. Thank you, Dad. No, I mean it genuinely. Thank you. Seriously, I think this is you guys just watch like a father-son therapy session. Like I think this is I think that's that's my ask of you and I love that for you. And I love that for us and I and I really admire I admire my dad more today than I ever have before because he's 71. He could he could be just in his room curmudgeon and you're out here and you're taking this feedback and you're and you're you're willing to to sacrifice aspects of your identity to help other people. I can't thank you enough that you're showing me that for the rest of my life, I can grow and I can be mad. And it, and it means the world to me. I admire you so much today, more than I ever did before. I really do. Well, thank you. There's not much to admire. I love you, man. I really do. I really I love, love you too. Hansen. Okay. Now, don't cry. I'm not going to cry. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Because that could offend someone. <laughs> it probably would. It probably would. It probably would. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and I didn't even show you the complaint. Justice is right. It was incredibly respectful, incredibly thoughtful. Uh, yeah, like, I'll show it to you. Again, this yeah. was probably a terrible sequence of events. It was like the most <laughs> respectful comment ever. I'll show it to you after the show. Thank you for the conversation. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank you for being a part of our community. And um, we're human beings just like you. So, yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're just because we're on the screen doesn't mean we're human beings, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to make mistakes. <laughs> Wasn't a mistake. We'll be back here tomorrow, folks, at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, with more news that you can use from Car Edge.
have a great day, everybody. See you guys. Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.